Bertrand. I saw that you called. Uh, I don't know what happened to the message. I think it might have gotten lost in the fray of everything. So I'm real sorry about that. But uh, if you need anything, uh, for sure, send me an email. Send me a text as per usual. Uh, I'm just checking in to see how you're doing. If you need any help or anything. Um, I'm sure we can find a couple people to add to the accessibility project, but honestly, you've been doing so great on your own. I didn't want to, you know, disrupt your flow. So, um, what was in that voicemail, by the way? Um, I really didn't get it. Uh, so get back to me on that as soon as you can, and then get back to your message, uh, to the recordings. Uh, you're doing so great. I appreciate you so much, and... This is archivist ICS Bertrand, researcher at the SCP Foundation. The following is an audio recording of SCP number 2499 for archival purposes and accessibility compliance. File begins. Item number SCP-2499, object class safe. Special containment procedures. Given SCP-2499's location, physical containment of the anomaly is considered impossible. All global observatories capable of monitoring SCP-2499 are to be infiltrated. Any observations of SCP-2499 from these observatories should be explained under the DeBort Protocol. Should any outside personnel persist in their belief of SCP-2499's anomalous properties, limited use of Class M amnestics is approved in order to maintain operational security. Primary containment of SCP-2499 consists of monitoring the anomaly for any changes in the established pattern of movement. In addition, the 400 GHz radio frequency should be under constant monitoring for renewed transmissions. Description: SCP-2499 is a designation for an extrasolar anomaly located approximately 13 parsecs, open parenthetical 42.2 light-years, close parenthetical from Earth. Visually, the anomaly resembles a group of 14 Cepheid variable stars, footnote 1, a type of star that does not possess a uniform luminosity, and possess regular periods of higher and lower luminosity. The anomaly itself, open parenthetical, subdesignated SCP-2499-1 through two four, uh, th through SCP-2499-14, does not exist normal properties of stars. Notably, the 14 instances are spatially divided into seven groups. Notably, the 14 instances are spatially divided into seven groups, with each group featuring two stars that move in a manner similar to that of binary stars. Footnote 2. Stars that move in pairs due to the mutual gravitational pull. Two of the instances, SCP-2499-1 and SCP-2499-2, are noted to be larger than the rest of the instances. 
The pulsation periods of SCP-2499 instances resemble that of Arfitari class 2, Cepheids, footnote 3, a type of Cepheid variable star characterized by extremely long pulsation periods. Higher luminosity periods last for roughly 36 months, followed by 96 months of lower luminosity periods. Given the pulsation periods are far more frequent, the extremely long and infrequent pulsation periods of SCP-2499 were what brought the anomaly to Foundation attention. Upon further investigation, it was found that pulsation periods corresponded with a series of seemingly erratic changes in position of the anomaly itself. This anomalous movement led to SCP-2499's designation, and also prevented Foundation astronomers from properly calculating SCP-2499's distance from the Earth due to the irregular stellar parallax of the anomaly itself. Monitoring SCP-2499 has established the following pattern of movement for SCP-2499 instances during the pulsation periods of the anomaly. In all, there are seven main stages of SCP-2499's pulsation period. Stage 1. SCP-2499 instances demonstrate the highest... Why do I not read good? SCP-2499... Why do I pull me on? Jesus. SCP-2499 instances demonstrate the second highest luminosity in this stage at 2.89 on the apparent magnitude luminosity scale. The movement of all instances can be traced in a repeating pattern of assorted geometric shapes, such as figure eights, squares, and circles. SCP-2499-1 and SCP-2499-2 are always the first pair to begin movement in this manner. The average velocity of the anomaly in this stage is 400 kilometers per second. That is extremely fast. Oh. Stage 2. SCP-2499 instances demonstrate an extreme drop in luminosity at 4.72. Movement of the anomaly slows considerably. Instances move back and forth along the same plane for the duration of this stage. Average velocity is 140 kilometers per second. Stage 3. SCP-2499 instances demonstrate an increase in luminosity to 3.1. The pairs demonstrate highly erratic movement that follows no recognizable pattern. SCP-2499-1 and SCP-2499-2 travel the fastest and the most erratically at this stage. Movement of SCP-2499 instances is the fastest during this stage at 600 kilometers per second. Jesus Christ, that is extremely fast. Stage 4. SCP-2499 instances demonstrate the highest luminosity in this stage at 2.10. The anomalies travel in the most stable pattern during this stage, moving in a circular stage for the duration of this period. The average velocity of the instances decreases to 360 kilometers per second. Stage 5. SCP-2499 instances demonstrate the second lowest luminosity in this stage at 5.1. 
movement of SCP-2499-3 through SCP-2499-14, maintain the circle of the prior stage, while SCP-2499-1 and 2499-2 are noted to move in the center of the circle formed by the other instances and move in regular circles within the established pattern. All instances aside from SCP-2499-1 and-2 remain static in this stage. SCP-2499-1 and-2 move at 160 kilometers per second. S stage 6. SCP-2499 instances are erratic in this stage and rapidly alternate from a more active state of 3.4 in luminosity and movement at 550 kilometers per second to a less active state of 4.8 in luminosity and movement at 200 kilometers per second. No discernible pattern is available in this stage aside from less ordered movement in active states and more disorganized movement in the less active states. Stage 7 SCP-2499 instances demonstrate the lowest luminosity at 5.89 during this stage. All instances appear to rotate around each other with a velocity of 120 kilometers per second. During this stage, pairs will begin to cease anomalous movement and finish their pulsating periods. Beginning with SCP-2499-13 and SCP-2499-14, pairs will cease anomalous movement and their luminosity will each decrease one by one. At the end of the stage, SCP-2499-1 and-2 are the last pair that exhibits anomalous movement and luminosity. The anomalous phase is considered concluded when SCP-2499-1 and-2 cease movement. Addendum On 12-14-2010, a high-frequency 400 GHz radio signal was detected originating from the region of space that SCP-2499 is located in. The signal itself broadcasted the entirety of a recording of Gustav Holst's 7 Movement Orchestral Street Kestrel Street. The signal itself broadcasted the entirety of a recording of Gustav Holst's Seven Movement Orchestral Suite, The Planets. Notably, the recording played was the 1926 recording of the piece, the first one that was available for radio broadcast. Following this transmission, a second transmission consisting entirely of a series of binary numbers was played. When the numbers were translated into English, a discernible message was revealed. It has been transcribed below. Please send our warmest congratulations to Mr. Holst for such a stunning and deeply charming piece. We have been utterly enchanted with the music ever since we first heard your transmission. It was not meant for dance, but when you hear music this personal, what else are you to do? This has been Archivist Bertrand at the SCP Foundation with the Archival Department. And file. Thank you for listening to SCP Research Archives. SCP number 2499 was written by... Whoop. Wei Zhang. Wei Zhang. Written by Wei Zhang. I'm very good at reading things. <laughs> uh, all SCP content is shared under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Like 3.0 license. 
The theme song is Night of Chaos by Kevin MacLeod, used under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 license. The Planets uh, by Gustav Holst is under Public Domain. Uh, sound effects are from freesound.org. Uh, Bertrand is played by me. And the Archives Director is played by Redacted. <laughs> 